0: The Cy Young is a lock. You are Locked On Yankees, your daily New York Yankees podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making us your first listen every day. I'm Stacey Gotsoulias. This podcast is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on MLB or enter promo code locked on MLB for a free water bottle with any order. You don't want to take your or you won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. And I'll tell you, I have a pair and I don't like taking them off right steve with me as always is steve steve knows all about bird dogs
1: oh yeah i love my bird dogs i be wearing those things all the time
0: mm-hmm. uh, i'm actually hey guys, wearing them are... right now
1: oh look at that i'm not
0: Yeah, i missed the memo
1: uh <laughs> hey guys thanks for clicking on the show here today Chris, course we got to talk all about garrett cole in just a second it's also fan mail friday so we're answering your burning questions you submitted them on youtube you texted us some questions as well so we got to get to those here today stacy the yankees do end up salvaging the finale Garrett Cole, man. Jesus. I, what what a way to go out. Like, I, can I just say that off the bat? Like, what a way to uh, to finish your your season at home here. He's gonna get one yeah. more start. But I mean, that that was everything that you could have ever wanted.
0: Now, what were we saying on yesterday's show jokingly about? Oh, OK. You know, Michael King kind of showed people what's up and Cole probably wanted to come out and be like, yeah, I can do I could do just as well as you do and he yeah I mean you know wasn't as dominant with the strikeouts but only gave up um the one earned run on two hits no walks just like King uh nine strikeouts and eight innings and you know everyone was talking about how he was perfect through the first five and one third and it was just it was so much fun watching him tonight like he just had so many things working for him and It seems so easy for him because coming off that start against Pittsburgh, where he just labored through those five innings, and this looked like a breeze against the Blue Jays. So it was just really impressive all around.
1: Yeah, I loved it. That cutter looked incredible. He was dotting well on the corners. His fastball was playing well up in the zone. His off speed was moving like it, it's it was vintage Garrett Cole. Like that's everything he was signed to do and more. Like you said, five and a third, perfect. Uh, that last down in the eighth solidified 200 innings pitched this season for the sixth time. Like he's a freaking workhorse, man. Like he just goes out there every five days and just. I dare you to hit it. You know, that that's, that's just, I I dare you and, and to watch him again last night and we'll get to see him one more time in Toronto. Hopefully that's more spoiler spoiler level, uh, when he sees them next week, uh, out, out in Toronto, but that he gave a little tip of the cap and like, what, what a season, man, what a freaking season for Garrett Cole. He, I I've said it for a month. If this guy doesn't get Cy Young, then there's no legitimacy to the award. <laughs> like, let's right. be real. And and I think at this point, look, all respect to Luis Castillo, I think he's had a great year, but he has not been Garrett Cole level. Garrett Cole has been ace of ace, right? And and Luis Castillo has been ace. Like, Luis Castillo has a great year. He's a great year. He's gonna he's gonna finish second. And he, and and if Garrett Cole didn't have the year he had, he'd be winning the the Cy Young, and that's great for him. Hats off, incredible season. Uh, But Garrett Cole's just on another level. He's just on another level. And what's, I don't know if you wanted to expand on this too, Stace. For me, I feel like we're like still scratching the surface when it comes to Garrett Cole. (laughs) Because what he did last night, I feel like he can do almost every night.
0: Yeah, I feel like, I think we spoke about this um, maybe last month where I can see him, once he loses his velocity, becoming more like, an Andy Pettit type of pitcher who can pitch into his early 40s and still do well enough to win games, pitch complete games. Like I can see him changing his uh pitching style as he gets older and not be one of those guys trying to throw 98 still at 40 years old I'm, um, you know because you don't want him to get injured but i feel like he could become one of those crafty pitchers that we always like to see sometimes who get older and adapt to things and i can see him doing that because he has so many pitches to work with and when they're working well like they were on uh, thursday he can get
1: anyone out Oh, anybody, anybody. No, no one's going to catch up to that. Stacey, quick question for you on this. Like I said, that's Cy Young, done, wrapped up, put it to bed. It's over. Is he unanimous?
0: No. I think they'll be the people who have the whole, um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it works the same for MVP and Cy Young, but... I don't think it'll be unanimous. I think there'll be like some stragglers there, maybe like Seattle guys.
1: <laughs> some, some guys that are, uh, are, are brave, are yeah. brave, or just want to go, well, you know, I know he's going to win anyway. But see, I don't cents. like when writers
0: do that. I find that so annoying.
1: It. Yeah. It's like, come on, Ugh. man. Garrett Cole's a cy young. It's 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 not close. It's not.
0: But close. I, I found it interesting. I was watching the post game before we started recording, and Jack Hurry had said how. Cole went into the bull his bullpen session between this start and the previous start where he was having issues and figured out mechanically what he was doing wrong. And you saw the fruits of his labor. And it's 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 so great watching a pitcher like him knowing, all right, something's up here. Let me figure this out, let me work on this, and then getting it right and coming out and having the game that he had.
1: Yeah. Beautiful. Uh, Let us know how you're feeling in the comments section here on YouTube about Garrett Cole's season, his latest outing, and of course, answer my question that I I posed to Stacey. Do you think Garrett Cole at this point not only has done enough to win the Cy Young, but is he the unanimous American League Cy Young award winner when it comes in a little bit? Of time, Stacy. The offense provided enough. Uh, Jake Bowers off of the bench, man, going deep <laughs> with that three-run shot. That was a big part of the offense last night. Nice to see uh, Esteban Florial with an RBI knock there in the sixth inning. Also drew a walk later on in the game, and then Aaron Judge with an absolute ripper there in the bottom of the seventh. And <laughs> you know, you're thinking that three-run shot's going to be enough because Cole gave you plenty. And you know, the only run on that wild pitch in the eighth. Uh, but it, weirdly enough, that RBI, those two RBI doubles ended up being a, a big difference maker because Clay Holmes did not look like Clay Holmes that he's been looking like lately uh, there in the ninth. And, nope. and uh, to be fair, wasn't all his fault there. He had settled no. down, got the ground ball, and Glaber obviously uh, with two tough throws. So, uh, yeah. but still, nonetheless, got the victory. Uh, Stacy, I think this may be one of the worst videos we play this season. Uh, we had bold predictions like we do every week here on Lockdown on Yankees, which by the way, that means we only have one week of bold predictions left. This thing is wrapping up quickly. Let's see how we did in our penultimate bold predictions of the year. Why don't you go ahead and start us off with your bold prediction for this blue Jays series?
0: Is it bold to think that the Yankees are going to end Romano's streak? I don't know what game though, but I think in one of these games, they're going to, he's going to blow a save.
1: Uh, my bull prediction here for this series, I'm going to go with uh, my tried and true guy right now, Oswald Peraza. I think in at least two of these games, he's going to have multi hit performances. <laughs> no. One, Jordan Romano never pitched. Right. Two, uh, Blue Jays never had a save opportunity. Right. Uh, and three, Oswald Peraza <laughs> went over and did not play on Thursday. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yankees' so. fault. It's the Yankees' fault that Jordan Romano didn't pitch because every game that was close ended up not being close in the later innings and he didn't need to pitch. So what are you going to do?
1: Yeah, didn't we see both that happening. Pretty, pretty bad in that one. So one more, <laughs> or I guess only a couple more looks at this scoreboard here for the season. Stacey <laughs> still leading my minuscule one point. Stacy leads by 4.9 with five points. I kind of want to go back to Stace and see like, did I like unjustifiably give you points? <laughs> I, I want a recount. I think that's what I want. I'm calling for a <laughs> recount. I think I'm within the margin of error. I think I deserve a recount. I uh, Okay. <laughs> you're like Steve, I don't care. I don't know what you're talking about. Um Stacy, some sour news on mm-hmm. Thursday as well before we we head to a quick break. Uh the Somerset Patriots were eliminated last night from the Eastern League playoffs. They lost in the division finals to the Binghamton Rumble Ponies. Man, they just did not get the offense they needed, scoring just two runs in the two games they played. Richard Fitz, uh former guest of this podcast, looked really good on the mound there in game two last night six innings five hits two earned a walk and eight strikeouts Uh, what a way to wrap up the season for Richard Fitz we'll see if he starts the year in triple a next year I think he very well could I wouldn't be too too surprised to see him maybe get a quick little couple starts in double a before getting called up uh but uh you know tip of the hat good year for richard fitz that's for sure wrapped it up with a good one but not enough the uh patriots offense just did not show up and tip of the caps to bingham tim um uh, you know they end up sweeping that series and man what could have been the that that somerset team from from beginning to end was was an incredible ride and an incredible watch and it's just such a bummer they couldn't pull it out here
0: It's like the uh yankees like the big club they're so great in the regular season and in the playoffs
1: (laughs) let's hope that's not a trend here for these young kids moving forward Uh, i'm just kidding they did a really good job i feel really bad
0: and uh good for fitz i was happy for him and his performance because he's a good dude and he was he was a nice guest to have on our show this year Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, i'll leave that uh link in the episode description in case you're one of the newer viewers here and you've never watched that or seen that, uh, I will leave uh, our interview with Richard Fitz. Uh, he was awesome. total great great time to have him on the show. So go check that out if you haven't already. And of course that means that all Yankee affiliates have now been eliminated from the postseason. The Hudson Valley Renegades lost in the finals in the South Atlantic League. Somerset's out and then Scranton, Wilkes-Barre and Tampa did not qualify. So tough, tough, man. They were right there. I really thought Somerset was going to win the whole thing. Um, let us know how you're feeling about all this stuff. Let us know how you're feeling about Garrett Cole and the comment section here on youtube we're gonna step aside one time when we come back your questions we have a whole bunch of them to get to so let's do that next this episode is brought to you by bird dogs you guys already know about bird dogs it's the best place to buy men's shorts and pants that come in with built-in underwear straight up bird dogs uses anti-stink sweat wicking frab fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long we were talking about it earlier in the show stacy and i we love our bird dogs they're super comfortable versatile and cheaper than other reputable brands and of course locked on yankees listeners you guys got a chance to get a free water bottle when you place your order at BirdDogs.com, they have a bunch of different stuff there, a bunch of different styles. You're going to find something that's going to fit you perfectly. You can go to BirdDogs.com slash mlb, or, of course, while you're there, enter the promo code mlb at checkout. And, again, you're going to get a free BirdDogs water bottle with your order. Again, that's BirdDogs.com slash LockedOnMLB for a free water bottle at checkout. You won't want to take your BirdDogs off. We promise you. And this episode is also brought to you by DoorDash. Look, you've trusted DoorDash to deliver your restaurant favorites for years, and now you can get grocery delivery, too. Isn't that awesome? You'll get exactly what you ordered, or they'll make it right. So sit back and enjoy quality groceries just like you picked them yourself. If you want even more value, you can save on all your grocery and restaurant favorites with a $0 delivery fee on all eligible orders with a DoorDash membership. And of course, just for watching the show, you're gonna get 50% off your first DoorDash order up to tw- up to a $20 value when you use the code locked on MLB at checkout, limited time offer and terms apply. That's 50% off your $20 no minimum subtotal and- and zero delivery fees on your first order order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code LockedOnMLB. Don't forget, that's promo code LockedOnMLB. 50% off your first order with DoorDash. Back now on Locked On, Yankees. Hey, don't forget to download the SiriusXM app. It's available now, and you can listen to every Yankees game on there. You guys already know all about that. That's the SiriusXM app. You can listen to this weekend's D-back series and all the final games this year on there. Coming up on Monday, we alluded to it earlier, Everydayers. It's our last Miners Monday. Pour one out for Miners Monday. It's our last <laughs> one of the year. So uh, we have to talk about these playoff runs a little bit more in depth. We also got to talk about some postseason awards. There was a couple of all-stars named. So we got to talk about those guys coming up on Monday. So hit subscribe. Stacy. It's Fan Mail Friday. <laughs> we already know. You guys know. <laughs> Fan Mail Friday. Let's go ahead and get to your questions. Subtextures, you guys always get priority. So let's get to those questions first. First one coming from Ruben asking us, Stace, what would you think about Cashman being promoted and Kim Ang becoming GM? Her contract is up. Stacey, Kim Ang, Yankees general manager? I would love that. <laughs> wow. Love. Oh, yeah love yeah she should have been a general manager at least
0: 15 years ago it was it was a crime that she it took so long for her to be hired as a gm because she's been around just as long as a lot of these other guys and even longer than some of the guys who have become gms in the time that she didn't so i would absolutely love that i mean you know she's worked with the yankees she's familiar with how things go and i yeah i think that would be fantastic
1: not only worked with the Yankees, but worked with the Yankees for a long time. Like, it wasn't uh-huh. just like, oh, yeah, I interned here. It's like, yeah, no, no she like, was there.
0: For, work, she was here work. for a long time. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I think that could go a long way here in a, a relationship. I think what's more interesting about this side of it, Stacey, is that now you kind of have a bit of a track record on Kim Ang as a general manager. And look, it hasn't been all hunky dory in, in Miami, and obviously all hasn't panned out, but this season they've been a lot better. Uh, Solaire has bounced back, which has been nice and, and kind of, you know, makes you feel better about that, uh, free agent signing for, for Kim Ang. So yeah, I, I don't know about, uh, about Cashman being promoted. I don't know what's higher than GM. I mean, president of baseball ops, like, I don't know. That's all optic stuff. Like, honestly, when you get to that point, um, so I, I don't know about that side of the question, Stace, but yeah, um, kind of interesting that the Marlins haven't gotten a contract. Going with kim ang here so she she very well could be a free agent
0: i I've, if you're not watching on youtube i'm crossing my fingers on both hands because i would just love that i really would um i feel like there needs to be new blood in certain positions gm and um things need to change just a little bit
1: <laughs> let us know how you're feeling kim ang yankees gm what a whirlwind that would be. Thank you, Ruben, for your question. All right. Next one coming up here from one of our longtime subtexters, Betty. What are your top three predictions for Yankee signings during the offseason? Stacey, uh, instead of, of uh, us going three and three, because yeah, I, I can't even six, <laughs> six free agent signings. I can't think
0: let's,
1: of three. <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and, and combine them here. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to go out here and say I think the Yankees are going to go after Kevin Kiermaier.
0: That would be interesting. I would rather have him making catches for the Yankees than making catches against the Yankees. that pain in the rear end. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, that would be a good outfielder to have, you know, not although I mean defensively, yes, offensively mm, and um, I don't know. See, I don't know about that. I feel like ugh, they need to help the offense, really. Well,
1: That's of course they one. do. Of course they do, but they you do know. And we've talked about it. Question mark in center field for 2024. Right. Um, You toss enough money at Kiermaier, you know the bat's not going to be the greatest thing since sliced bread here. But you know it's serviceable, and you know he gives you plus in the outfield, kind of Bader-like, but minus injuries here. So, you know.
0: True. That's true. Yeah, that could be a good one.
1: And, of course, plenty of experience in the AL East.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> between Tampa and Toronto. And did he play anywhere else? I'm trying to think of other places because one of my Toronto friends on Twitter, when I called him a pain in the butt on Twitter, she's like, oh, we used to hate him when he played for Tampa, but now he's ours and we love him. It's like, well, yeah, obviously. Yeah.
1: So. Yeah. He's great. Great defensively. Yeah. Um, screw it. Yamamoto, let's go. Let's, yeah. let's, let's do bull predictions here. Why not, Betty? I mean, you're, you're tossing us up a layup and I'm going to throw this thing down. <laughs> Give me Yamamoto. Let's do it how yeah, about it that would be good
0: i'm trying to think of who because i i don't see them getting bellinger i don't think that's gonna happen and i'm trying to think of some of the other guys that you mentioned in all those episodes we were talking about different free agents that they could get and
1: yeah who, uh... who they'd
0: be better off getting you know, like I mean, what position you're looking.
1: Yeah. You're obviously looking for outfielders right now and you're looking for a left-handed bat. You're always looking for a left-handed bat. You're not looking at the catching market. Uh, you don't really need a first baseman with Rizzo coming back and, and DJ being the second there. And you always have as Waldo if you really, really needed it. Um, so I don't think they're going to go after like a Reese Hoskins or anything like that. Um just for the memes, Joey Gallo reunion. <laughs> <laughs>
0: just for that, the memes. Oh my God. And, and that would be, oh
1: God, people would just
0: be like, you're supposed to get offense, you know, because when he came over here, just I felt, I was happy when they got Gallo and Rizzo because I thought, oh my God, two left handers, awesome. Both have pop. I know Gallo strikes out a lot, but who cares because he hits home runs and it just, It didn't work out. And I feel like the Yankees have had other guys where their first go-around wasn't great and then their second go-around wasn't great. Javi Vasquez, I don't want to see that again with Joey Gallo
1: yeah they could go after an arm here too out of the pen i, I imagine they they're gonna have to do something with losing wandy um and you know michael king not
0: because he's gonna be a starter and now he's starting yeah <laughs> so they
1: might go they might sign probably like one or two bullpen arms here in the offseason as well at least for the major league side yeah uh, thank you betty for your question one more here in this segment and stacy i'll take this one from bruce asking us just curious where you guys get your quote insider info at team insiders national press Well, you want me to reveal my hand don't you bruce <laughs> um look i i've mentioned it on a couple of occasions here that you know i worked for the rail riders last season so i have friends in minor league baseball i worked in minor league baseball for years um so you know i, I know people inside and outside of of uh the yankee system occasional texts here and there and you know you make friends and you know without going too into detail that's that's where we get that kind of information um we don't use that like crazy you know we're we're, we're not in the breaking news business uh we're more in the, the reactionary and and a general info business for you guys so yeah we get a lot of our information here from the big writers that you guys know as well we pull it from the internet we pull it from the athletic we pull it from a whole bunch of of, of sources we make sure it's all trusted before we say anything um so yeah that's that's kind of the the nuts and bolts of how the show works um that's that's kind of a big part of of what i do on the show and if you've ever wondered, because Stacy always says, with me is my producer. That's what Steve does. Steve's the producer. So I, I do a lot of that kind of stuff is pulling the information, double checking it, fact checking and things like that um, to make sure that we don't say something at least too stupid. That isn't a bold prediction. So that's uh, that's how the sausage gets made. Thank you. Question. Thank you. Question for your Bruce. Thank you, Bruce, for your question. Appreciate it. Uh, we're going to step aside one last time. We have a couple more questions to get to here before the weekend is over. So stick around.
0: Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. This weekend, the Jets will be clashing against the Patriots on Sunday afternoon, and it's a big week all around for the NFL. So visit fanduel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL.
1: Back here on Locked on Yankees, don't forget Sirius XM is the place to listen to Yankees games this season and every season. Download the app today for free. Get yourself a free trial. All right. Hey, a couple more questions and then we're going to wrap this thing up for you folks. This first one is coming from Angelino Stacy Angelino on subtext asking us, Do you guys think Yankees should modify the facial hair band where the players can have beards as long as they are near? or neat as supposed to be neat and trimmed I personally <laughs> think it's time to let the players be themselves and see if that somehow changes the culture a little bit. Your thoughts, Stacey, we've kind of, we've dove into this topic a couple times, but if you want to reiterate uh, your thoughts on the facial hair stuff.
0: Okay. I used to be one of those people who always was like, no, because I'd rather them not have any kind of facial hair at all, because I just don't like seeing guys who look homeless, no offense, but some of the guys on base, other baseball teams look homeless. And, um, just like they have birds living in there. They look like they have birds living in their beards. Like, I don't understand how their wives allow them to do that. When David Robertson went over to the White Sox, he grew a bit of a beard, which surprised me because I didn't think he could do that because he always looked so baby faced. And it was neat and it was trimmed. And I was like, oh, I'm like, if the Yankees allowed that, that wouldn't be a bad thing. And I think I said this, you know, we talked about this before, you know, they allowed Garrett Cole to have a little more hair than normal. And I feel like they're loosening up a little bit and i think if someone gets in hal's ear and says look let them at least grow a little facial hair but they have to trim it you know and you won't allow them to have you know beards down to their chests i think someone can actually make them change that policy because you know george did it 50 years ago when he bought the team it's outdated (laughs) and they need to end it
1: uh i have two questions Mm-hmm. One, do you ever see a world where the Steinbrenners allow them to have any facial hair whatsoever? Like in the Besides a
0: mustache? Besides a mustache? Mm, yeah. Like I said, I think someone can get into Hal's ear. I don't know who it needs to be. Maybe me. Someone get me to talk to I'll talk to Hal.
1: I'll convince him. You. Yeah. Uh I I don't think you'll ever see it unless, you know, it's owned by somebody else. I don't think it's ever going to be
0: that
1: way. <laughs> uh I think at this point, they just dug their heels and they can't they can't back out. Uh, mm. The second part of it, though, uh, change the culture. I, I don't know about that part. Uh, uh, will, would it change any culture or would it just allow guys to just be like, all right, I feel better?
0: Yeah, I think it would just allow them to feel better. Because I, I can imagine it's a pain in the butt shaving your face. Not every day, because you see them like when they're on the road, you see some of the guys have scruff because they're not at Yankee Stadium. And it's probably a little more lax when they're on the road. And then they have to have the clean face um i don't think so because you know they have to wear suits on the road trips and they'll keep that around like that's not going to change like that's stuffy it's It's stuffy yeah like that's you know they still do but they do do or they did do goofy things um 2017's team was a lot looser for some reason like you know judge and matt a holiday wore uh, matching Sandlot shirts on a road trip, and, you know, they did things like that. And that sort of stuff is creeping in a bit, and I kind of wish they would allow that because, you know, I mean, it's not like the Yankees didn't have fun when they were winning World Series, but they were a little more stuffy than other teams.
1: They kind of are this year, too. Uh, this year hasn't been as, you know, uh... Well, they're I losing. Been having fun. Yeah, I, <laughs> been having
0: fun. Uh, I mean, because other people have said that too. They're like, oh, you know, they're not fun. It's like, well, I mean, would you have fun if you're losing nine games in a row? I wouldn't have fun either.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you, Angelina. and thank you to all our subtextures. You guys always get priority for Fan Mail Friday. We appreciate your continued support of the show. One more here coming from our YouTube community, Stacy. This is coming from Marcelo. Ragacy 3033 asking, what did pitchers do before Tommy John surgery was invented? Thank you, Marcelo, for your question. This is a very simple answer. Their careers ended. Pretty much. (laughs) That was it, man. There was no fix for what they used to call dead arm. Uh, Once upon a time, it was called dead arm. If you tore your UCL, that was it. Guys, careers ended. And then Tommy John came around and explored a little bit, found a doctor by the name of Frank Job, who invented the surgery. He fixed it. They don't do the exact same style that he did back then. But yeah. Tommy John went on to have a, a pretty successful career after the tear, pitched for a couple of more years and and lived, lived fine after that. So uh, extremely revolutionary. But yeah, very simple answer to that one. That was it. Yeah. Tear and you're done. Yeah, so, dead arm uh, dead
0: arm is different now. When when people say a guy has a dead arm, it's just really that he's tired. It's not the same as it was, you know, yeah, yeah. 50 55 years ago before Tommy John surgery.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, imagine if that surgery was never found. <laughs> Shohei's so career many is guy, over.
0: So many guys' bl- bl-
1: careers are over. Didn't Snell have it? Uh, yeah. Grichuk's career would have been over. I think he had Tommy John. Uh, Jason Dominguez's career could be over. Yeah. So... Wow. so yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. Uh, yeah, very scary. So thank you, Frank Job. Thank you, Tommy John. And thank you to yeah. doctors all over the place who have uh, performed those surgeries uh, extremely successfully. Extremely
0: and have successful. advanced them to the point where some guys are coming back faster than normal. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. Yeah, they've done a great job uh, advancing that surgery. And it has been a blessing to us as baseball fans. So mm-hmm. um, all hail the Tommy John surgery. Uh <laughs> Thank you guys for your questions. We appreciate them. We love doing these Friday shows. It's a whole bunch of fun. You can always leave questions on Fan Mail Friday. And just a quick programming note for you guys who stuck around the whole time. Next week is going to be our last Fan Mail Friday, of course, of the season. But it's going to be our last Fan Mail Friday for two weeks. So that Fan Mail Friday coming up next week uh, will be the last one the week after. So don't worry, not this coming week, but the week after the season is over. We're going to take a quick breather. Stacy and I are going to take that Friday show off. So we're only going to deliver four episodes that week. Just so you're all aware, every day is just so you know, you aren't going to get one episode all year. One episode. We're just going to take a quick breather. We're going to take a Friday off catch our breath, and then we'll be back to five episodes the week after that. So don't worry. But just so you know, if you have questions, get them in for next week, uh, because that's your last chance for a couple of weeks. So thank you guys again. We appreciate it. Miners Monday, last one coming up in a couple of days. So hit subscribe and that's going to do it for this week's Locked On Yankees. I'm Steve Granato.
0: And I'm Stacey Gotsoulias. We'll see you on Monday.